Hello, adventurers and friends. Welcome to the MinMaxed Podcast. We want to thank you for joining us, and you do so as we continue the Extinction Curse. A recap of Session 9. We accompany our new Mephit friend Jerry to his barn hideout, where we encounter and completely destroy a couple other Mephits that he doesn't like. However, a giant flytrap horror busts in and fucks everyone's shit up. We manage to kill it, even though it swallowed both Jeb and Kestrel. We find the Hofton family bound, Moonlight cuts them free and talks to them while everyone else heals up. We find some terrible corpses that are basically just skin. There's also some demonically manipulated symbols of Gazra. We find more scorch marks and a summoning circle. I'm pretty much completely out of spells, and uh, I don't think I can battle medicine anybody anymore at this point. I, don't, I didn't keep track of it, and I'm pretty sure I battle medicine everybody but like Moonlight at this point, and myself. I haven't used like any spells because nothing I have, like... Against the plant, it was like, oh, no mind affecting. Oh, well, fuck me. All I have left is sanctuary and a single heal. Then I think we head back to camp and rest up for the evening and continue our investigation tomorrow. There is another person we were supposed to go save. Oh, there's a bunch of people we're supposed there to go was. save. There was. There was somebody the, else. The, 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 sheriff, the sheriff. The sheriff is, is missing. Still missing. Yeah, and well, I, I kept arguing that the sheriff's going to be fine. They're the sheriff. Yeah, they the can survive tough. a few days. I can survive an extra day. We already fucked the mayor off one day. <laughs> so where are we landing on that? Fuck the sheriff? Yeah, the sheriff's fine. We didn't land anywhere. That's why say, he's still... That's why I'm asking. <laughs> Pretty sure at the moment I'm being outvoted, Jeb has to say something. I'm with him. Save the man. Well, God damn it, now it's tied. <laughs> Jeb We've got everything we much. need. I have three people. I have a fucking cat. So it is definitely three to two. Can't wait for the day that the cat. Literally, the only thing we're out of is a couple battle medicines in all of our healing. It's fine. I still got. We've been getting fucked up every fight. I still got healed pretty rough. We we got three melee characters. They'll be fine. Okay. I I literally won't be able to do anything. The sheriff's probably just like hanging out at the apple orchard waiting for us. I will come to trip people and give flanking. I feel like the sheriff was just straight up missing and we didn't know anything. Uh, either... So, we've got three leads that I just have a little bit written. Boars at Orchard, Mugger's Roadhouse, and Church Death Smell. Mugger's Roadhouse sounds like a really shitty bar. It does. And that's none of the things that we actually went to do. Yeah, we did... Well, I didn't, I, I didn't put down the ones that we went to do. I mean, which one's closest to where we are? <laughs> We're not at any of these right now. Yeah, no, no. Now you're at the barn, which is northeast, kind of towards to where. It oh, says so close to the big top. No, I'm sorry, northwest, northwest. So I guess the church would be the closest because we've already done the mill. Golden Laws Church. Anybody have any idea what that references or anything? What Golden Laws? It's a weird. No. Anybody have religion? Does that mean anything? Bandua would it be a? religion check for that? Oh yeah, absolutely. Or something local, like society. Society? The religion. The religion too. Ten! Uh, Golden Laws doesn't really... It sounds like Avatar. I get a 19. With a 19, it's very typical of Avatar, or churches of Avatar, which this seems to be referencing, to be named... Something with in reference to trade or law or something of that nature or bank. Golden laws kind of seems like it must be some colloquial term. 
like a like a local term that's maybe it's something that's shortened. You're not sure. But it rings of Abadar. Okay. What was at the church? It's just like probably an Abadar church. Oh, what was at the church? Uh, a death smell. Yeah, sure, why not? Investigate that. When you guys leave the barn, I have an awkward question for you. Which door do you leave from? Do you climb over the corpse of the dead plant thing, or do you... I mean, probably the back door, which is the way we came in. Okay, sounds good. As you're leaving the barn, uh, you notice the bottom of a boot sticking out from the brush and the shrubbery surrounding the barn. So can I assume someone has died here? They've lost a shoe. Well, I mean, you can go check it out. That seems like a pretty big, like, leap. Like, lost a shoe, has died. You've never seen that? If anybody loses a shoe while they get hit, they're fucking dead. <laughs> oh, oh, I see. <laughs> I investigate the boots. You find the boots are bloodied. There's two of them here. And there's a wide-brimmed hat as well also bloodied it's right where the giant the fly trap it's right underneath where that was as you were approaching and other than being bloody is there any markings on it or yeah the the hat's uh it's a like a light brown with a cloth strip that goes around it wide brimmed it's you know curves up a little bit it's got a little golden star it look like a sheriff's hat absolutely yes Ah. I think we found the sheriff already. Ah. Thank God. Well, now we can go to bed. <laughs> was he dead? <laughs> she was apparently eaten by the tree. <laughs> what I fucking tell you guys? Lost his shoe? He fucking dead. <laughs> That's right, after all. Alright, so then are we still heading to the church or are we gonna go... Uh, the church them... is in town. Let's go find out what the death smell is. Death yeah, good. Death. yeah, let's go fight undead when, when our cleric is out as well. What, what I think we should do is take the remains of the sheriff and go talk to Mayor Abram and be like, hey, we found the sheriff. Sorry, she's dead. We also found the Mill family, Hoftons. They're alive, though, so, you know, good and bad. And we, and we saved them. What's our reward? Yeah, we could do that. Y'all found the talk, sheriff. I think we should go talk to yeah, the mayor. mayor. Let's go talk to Mayor Aber, even though he's more of like a king, I think. King of this very small town. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't vote for him. Yeah, I mean, he's a fucking mayor, but he was like, inherited it from his mom, who inherited it from her mom. I mean, that is royalty with a new new name, so. Oh, shit. Anyway, we go to the mayor's office with the remains of the sheriff. She's dead, sorry. But the Hawthorns or whatever are all fine. Hoftons. Even though they've got a scarlet letter, it's fine. We're good. Let's go. Why do they have a scarlet letter? Fucking Nathaniel Hawthorne wrote the goddamn scarlet letter. Keep up. I thought you meant literally they had a scarlet letter. Uh, I went the other way with the Hawthorns and the... Wasn't, wasn't that like two families? Wasn't that one of the families was the Hawthorns? Again, it's Hofton. Oh, shit. All I can think of right now is like the Red Dead Redemption 2 version of them where they ripped it off. And it's like the Greys and the Braithwaites. But the real ones are the uh, Hatfields and McCoys. Oh, yeah. Hatfields. Hawthorns, Hatfields. Close enough. Start with an H. <laughs> <laughs> so... Mayor, let's go. Mayor, Adam. as and now one thing I have to make sure you guys are completely a hundred percent with me on. There's just boots and a hat, and a lot of blood. No feet or anything in the boots. They're just no. boots. Just boots. Oh. 
Well, I guess we should probably. I look guess for we should look around, around for a little bit huh? then. Should still consider. Yeah, I, sorry, I, I did. I hope I didn't insinuate that there were feet inside the. Well, you, you made them sound like they were so bloody and stuff. Like it was just like a gory scene or something. Yeah, I, I mean, there's the, there blood on it. I didn't know, not gory by any means. So when I was in the plant, did I see any being digested, like partially digested humanoids? No. Or did I feel any? Did it seem like the plant's digestive system was attempting to remove my boots? No, no. So the plant doesn't like eat people and then spit their boots and hat back out. Well, that's possible. But I didn't experience it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let's check around where the boots were for some fucking tracks. That's what, perception to find the tracks first? I get yeah, shit perception. It, it is. Uh, it's two fives on my perceptions tonight. That's an 11. Jeb, we need you and Turtle. So our best is 19. 19? Does the cat see anything? The cat finds some tracks. And wait, she has scent. If oh. that helps here. Smell the boots. In order to track, yes, absolutely. I send turtle tracking. Turtle needs to give me a survival check. It's a measly 14, but was sent 30 yeah. feet. Okay. So turtle walks maybe 10 feet in a direction and then looks at you and then sits down facing where the body or where the, the boots and the hat were and then walks towards that spot, and then she sits down and looks at you again. Okay, she was definitely eaten by the plant. So we have it figured out. Okay, That's so it. we have verified, or we're pretty sure we've verified that she's dead. She's gone. There is no scent going anywhere other than into the plant. <laughs> there you go. Well, at least you got something more than, hey, Mayor, here's the sheriff's boots and hat. I don't know where the rest of her is. Well, I already assumed she'd been I mean, eaten by the plant because she was because it was under the plant. Oh, you could just lie to him again and roll a net twenty. I'm good at that, apparently. Okay, so with that piece of information in a lot in mind, do you all now go to the mayor? Yeah. All right. So you start walking southeast. Is how you get on the way get to town. Uh, you get to you know where the mill is and the the river. You need to gotta cross a bridge. As you're traveling, you're about to cross the second bridge that you need to to get over to where the mayor's place is. You see in just to the where the, the church is, you see two men in the graveyard digging a hole. But there's already a gravestone there. They're grave robbers! In the middle of the day? Broad fucking daylight. Those guys got some fucking balls on them. Well, time to go talk to these guys. I suppose. This small cemetery, as you approach it, holds what looks like well over a uh, hundred graves, all arranged in neat rows and divided by well-kept paths. The two men are around in an area where several of the cemetery's graves have been dug up and large mounds of fresh, dark earth lie piled around gaping holes. The two individuals, swollen-looking human men equipped with shovels, are working in one of the graves. Bent over in their labor, they are not as visible as they could be, um, but one of them stands straighter and hefts his shovel over one shoulder, and that's what made you spot him. As you approach the man who's holding the shovel, says, Good, keep, keep back, good masters. And he speaks through a handkerchief that he, that he has tied around his face. 
Who's taking point on this one? Uh, my guess is probably Moonlight. Please, step back. Uh, what are you guys doing? I wouldn't come no closer. This one's all ripe with the plague. Uh, and they say she's contagious. One whiff. And you could turn black as pitch and be deader than old Tabafan. Do we know about a plague? In the Moonlight. Air? Moonlight, do trees get plagues? Uh, yes. Oh, alright. Uh, none of you have heard anything about a plague recently. If you guys want to give then, me... Then I will ask them. What plague? Uh, I'll, try, yeah. I'll try to sense motive. God, fucking perception tonight is not my thing. I got a uh, 10. Savatri got 23. Savatri, this whole thing reeks of bullshit. Okay. And something's really wrong with this dude. Hey, Moonlight, like, they're lying to you. Hold on. Please, back away. Alright, well, they're lying to me. It's time to try to intimidate. Um, how did you describe them? Like, bloated? Yeah, they look they look slightly bloated. Uh, like the skin is loose and weird on them, um, and they've got big, thick handkerchiefs tied over their face. These guys right. sound gross. So Moonlight will just be like, "Back away from the graves." I got a twenty-one on my intimidate. I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say that is successful. And I am going to drop y'all on the map. You guys are going to need to roll initiatives for me, so go ahead and let's start there. As you, like, intimidate this guy into stepping away from the graves, he kind of, he takes a sudden step, like, back. And then he takes this, like, quivering, lurching step forward. And then he pulls the handkerchief away from his mouth. And this... I don't know how to describe this thing. It's a, it, it, this worm bursts forth from the mouth hole of this man. Looks like a plant still. It does almost it, have like a flower petal head type look to it. It is disgusting and vicious looking. And it is as the worm starts coming out of the man, the skin begins to sag. But it's still standing and walking oh. around. Is this going to be with those guys, those the body of those other two that we found? Like, this thing comes out, and then there's just, oh, like, a yeah. husk left? Yeah, got it. Is it just the one, or are there two of them? There's two of them. Oh, good. Uh, at the very top of the order of round one versus the disgusting worm creatures is Moonlight. Well, given the fact that they are about ten feet in front of me, I'm going to drop a color spray. Uh, oh, shit. Nice, nice. Let's talk about Color Spray, because I haven't really seen anything about this since we started. Okay, Color, color cool. Spray. Swirling colors affect viewers based on their will saves. So it's a first-level illusion spell, 15-foot cone. And depending on what happens, depends on, depends on depending on their save, depends on how effective they are. Okay. Uh, they both roll... And one of them gets a two on the dice with an eight, and the other one gets a total of 20. So oh. one critical failure and one success. Yep, that eight is going to be exactly 10 below my DC, so that's going to be a critical failure. 
Boom. So that okay. creature is stunned for one round and blinded for one minute. Oh, shit. Okay, okay. And that's not stunned one. It's stunned for one round. Got it. That makes... That's what I was going to be my next question. So, so these things me, do have eyes, right? Not really. So that might not mean anything, but, you know. And the other one succeeds, so it is just dazzled for one round. Okay. Nice. And then I'm going to GTFO. <laughs> <laughs> Does color spray even work on them if they don't have eyes? I would think it would do um, something if it didn't. I'm looking right now. Here's the... Usually it'll just have built in. It'll say if it doesn't work. Yeah, I mean, it does say illusion incapacitation visual. Color spray has the incapacitation trait. The incapacitation trait means that that spell, the level of that spell, is used against a creature that's more than twice the spell's level treats the result of their check to prevent being incapacitated by the spell as one degree of success better. So in this instance, they do in fact, they are they are in fact higher level than double the spell level, which means the one that rolled a critical failure instead gets a failure, and the one that rolled a success instead gets a critical success. Okay, so critical success the creature is unaffected, so nothing for him. On a failure, the creature is stunned one. So not stunned for one round, but just stunned one. Okay. Blinded for one round and dazzled for one minute. Got it. So basically, color spray is only good against level one creatures or lower, apparently. So yeah, that does kind of make it worthless at higher level. I mean, color spray has always fallen off pretty quick. I suppose it does. I mean, at level, I mean that just means level three. Yeah. <laughs> then up next is Jebediah. Well, Close. if that guy's still in the grave, I'll just step up to non-grave boy. And I will give a turn to the cat. And he's gonna go she's gonna go right here. And I'll have her attack with just her bite. Turtle attacks with the bite. After flanking around the backside of this gross worm thing. A big ol' eleven. Bad. Here comes the real attack that actually counts. Bam. A 13 to hit? <laughs> That's gonna miss. Even though he's flanked and he's got all those effects on him? Uh, the defensive effects actually only take... Wait, dazzled? Dazzled. There must be something there. Nope, that's what it comes to hitting. Yeah, just the minus two from flanking. Kestrel is up next. I will move up uh, 10 feet, I suppose, and attack the same one that my friend Jeb and Turtle attacked. And I will spend one action to do a flurry. All right. And here comes the attacks. Attack number one. I get a 15 to hit. So 15 hits. hits. I will deal it five damage. All right. I attack again. A nine to hit is going to miss. And with my third action, I will cast shield. And I am done. I, I saw I saw weaknesses, and my brain said resistances. So no, that all goes through just fine. Wait, it's got weaknesses? Nobody fucking recalled knowledge on the thing. I'm going to just go out on a limb and say Kestrel doesn't know what this is. Fuck these uh, things. Yeah, uh, I mean, obviously you haven't made a recall knowledge check. Of course you don't fucking know what it is. Uh, uh, anyone? 
No. It's not our turn. Nah, it's Savatri, you're up. Takes takes a an action. I recall yes. no, I recall. Yeah. What what type of uh, skill you want me to roll on this? I'm almost certain this is religion. So I'd certainly think religion, but how badly do we want to know stuff about these guys? I mean, we're gonna kill them regardless. So I got a twelve. What do I know about them? You're pretty sure these are demons of some kind. Makes sense. Aside from that, you got nothing. So it's flat-footed and it has lesser cover. Yes. So overall, minus one to its AC. I just put it in the modifiers, so hopefully it does it right. That is not correct. Uh, that's what I rolled, but then it would get the plus, the plus two, then the minus one. So another one. But that's twenty-five. Twenty-five on the trip check. Yeah. Okay. Not a critical success, but that is a successful trip. You put the gross worm demon wearing the man suit on the man suit's back and the worm is just like flailing and flopping about outside of its mouth hole stop saying mouth hole man <laughs> it bothers me just say mouth <laughs> just, no. you don't need it no it's, it, did, you, did you pay attention to the to the picture's mouth I saw the picture there is yeah. no mouth left it is it is just a hole like it, it is, is just a hole but i so also say I, the hole where the mouth was you don't need to like it's a lot, man. Mouthful's faster. Do we recognize like these skin suits as being people who we may have seen in town before? Maybe. Because I really need to know if one of them's name is Edgar. <laughs> Edgar. Uh, yes, for water. Uh, sugar water. I know Edgar, and that wasn't. Or sugar. It was like <laughs> someone wearing a suit, like a Edgar suit. Edgar suit. <laughs> <laughs> then it's gonna be the worm fiend that's on its back right now uh, it's turn first it is stunned one so it loses one action and then loses the stunned condition there's two actions remaining but it's blind and it's on its back does blind really affect it does it does it have eyes did you find that out I feel like I missed that it doesn't say but it does not say it's immune to visual effects dark vision so then it definitely has eyes mm-hmm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which means it's definitely blinded and stunned right now. But the blinded condition... Yeah, I feel like I looked at that before. And, like, being blind is... It's more, like, straightforward than it was in 1E. Like, 1E, there's, like, a million rules that go with blind. And in yeah, yeah. it's like, you're just blind. You just, you don't see things. You can't well, detect anything. you have an imprecise sense now. And you have to look at the imprecise and stuff like that. Well, it doesn't have an imprecise sense. I mean, hearing... I mean, it still has hearing and stuff like that. Yeah, I suppose hearing would probably be the close that we're going to get. Hearing is an imprecise sense. It cannot detect the full range of detail that a precise sense can. You can usually sense a creature automatically with an imprecise sense, but it has the hidden condition. Long story short, it needs to make a DC 11 flat check when targeting with an attack spell or other effect. So it is going to, I mean, it's it's flat-footed right now. You guys aren't currently making attempts to hide from it. You're kind of surrounding it, curb-stomping the thing. It's going to spend its first action to stand, and then it's going to use its last remaining action, because of the stunned condition, to actually, sw- like, ball up its, the fist of the man and actually, like, swing at you. Which seems, uh, really, uh, seems really odd. At Jebediah, actually. Oh, come on. I'm the only one who hit him. Oh, you know what? Mm, I was going to say the gravestone was giving cover, but you're right. I am going to hit you. 31 to hit? Well, geez, you're supposed to miss because I have a higher AC. And I did because I rolled a 9 on the 
chance to hit. So the blinded oh, condition. Good. Nullified. Thanks, Moonlight. You just saved me from a crit, even with my 21 AC. Mm. Moonlight doing the debuffs. Doing the debuffs. Okay, well, that's going to do it for that one. Um, now, the other fiend is going to spend his first action to climb out of the grave that he's been in and use his second action to kind of climb up over the gravestone that's in between him and Jebediah and use his final action. The worm bursts forth from this one's mouth hole as well and moves to bite Jebediah. 16 to hit. That's not going to miss. Miss indeed. All right. Then after that, we're going to go back up to the top of the order here. Moonlight, it's your turn. Uh, okay. Well, Moonlight is going to move a bit to the south. You know, kind of line these up in a, 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 a let's call it a line. <laughs> 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 and going to cast Grim Tendrils. Oh, I knew it was going to be this. <laughs> so, so, yeah. Tendrils of darkness curl out from my fingers, and they both need to give fortitude saves. You don't have fingers. I mean, my little Twigs. fingers. Twigs. Twigs. Okay, so the first one, the one that did not fail the color spray, succeeded against this. That's all succeeds on everything. And then the one that got hit by the color spray fails on this one. So, okay. what happens? On a success, you take half the negative damage and no persistent bleed. Got it. So instead of five, you should have taken three. And the one that failed has persistent bleed now? The other one takes full 2d4 damage, which is seven, and has one persistent bleed. Big hit. And that's my turn. All right. And after Moonlight, it's Jebediah. Let's just try to attack that one that I attacked before. Smash it. 19. 19 hits. 14. Jeez, Jeb, you deal so much damage. Jeb brings the big Dwarven War Axe down right into the skin suit of this creature, and it cleaves a bunch of the skin off and actually digs into the worm underneath, and you hear it squeal. Just like that. That was a terrible sound. Um, yeah, I don't want to bite it, so I'm going to claw it with the cat. Ah, turtle. I thought you were saying Jeb was going <laughs> to bite, bite it. it. Like, That's gross. <laughs> A 22. Nice. Claw attack is successful. Turtle hits. Nine damage. Holy shit, nice. The turtle and Jeb teaming up here to deal a whopping 21 points of damage in that round. Does turtle get another attack then, though? Because you gave turtle two actions, right? Oh, I suppose he could, she, he could try again. She could try again. With, I'm still uh, not sure where we came down on that with turtle. She. It's a girl. I'm just bad. Yeah, anyways, here's a dice. Eight. Ooh, and that's not going to hit. Done. All right, still a fantastically successful turn as far as damage was concerned. Two big chunks out of that fiend. It is now Kestrel's turn. All right, well, just going to spend an action to do Flurry of Blows. They're right up in his face already. And get a 19 to hit. That does hit. And I will deal it three damage. Okay. Then with my second attack, we will get a 10 to hit, which is going to be a miss. It is. Then with my second action, I will make a third attack. Get a 13 to hit. Is that going to hit? That is not going to hit. And I think with my third action, we'll just cast shield again. All right. 
Now the shield goes up. Savatri, your turn. Well, hmm. I will try to trip fiend number one. Which is the one that hasn't been hit as of yet. What did you get? I'm right here to point it. You're going to hear a point. All right. 21. Nice. 21 does trip a 14, which is what it was before the hero point would not have. And then I'm going to go ahead and try to trip medium fiend number two. Ah, put them both on their backs. Trip does have the attack trait. Too many numbers to add up and subtract. Too many numbers. And fuck, I rolled a seven. Uh, So that's a 10 to trip, assuming that doesn't work. Absolutely fails. Okay. I cast Guidance on Jebediah. Savatri gave Guidance to Jebediah. One of the worm creatures is on its uh, skin suit's back, and the other one's still standing, didn't get affected by the trip that Savatri tried to do on it. And they both start, like, wiggling and waving in time with each other, and this dark, purple pulse of energy just from both of them. And I need two reflex saves from everybody. Two reflex saves. Fuck. Cast that means roll. I gotta roll four. I said reflex. Fuck. Keep your rolls that are will saves. I say keep your rolls because David rolled a 20. It's 19 DC. Oh, I failed I... both. I also failed both, even though will is my best one. Thanks. So two fails Bye. for Savatri, two fails for Moonlight, two successes for Kestrel. Kestrel succeeds one and critically succeeds the other. That's just really annoying that, like, even at my best save, I have a less than 50% chance of making it. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I also save, save, one fail on Turtle. Okay, so each of these, this is the harm spell. Three actions from both of them cast at third level. The first harm spell deals a total of 18 damage. Well, Moonlight's going to be unconscious. So is Savatri. Are you just assuming the second one's going to be good, or... Because you're not unconscious yet, right? Oh, I have 6 HP. Okay, got it. Yep, same. Alright, here comes the second roll. Oh, yeah, 15 damage. Okay, those are, that's, those are its turns, right? Savatri, are you still with me? I mean, Kestrel. You still up, boss? Kestrel's Talk to good. me. Yeah, All Kestrel's right, we good. Can fight. We're good. We Gucci. A turtle has fallen. Oh, no, not turtle. turtle. Fell. Along with the other half of the party. Wait, why is third level 3d8? All right, I assault here. this man. <laughs> Whose turn is it? It's, it's me. Well, right now. Well, no, Moonlight's initiative gets moved down to what made oh, yeah. them unconscious, which in this case is going to be... 20 to hit. <laughs> Let me Give me a second, man. Hold on, <laughs> hold on. Who else went unconscious? Savatri, right? Yep. Uh, that being said, Jeb, you swing at it and hit it with a 20, right? Yeah. Jeb's like, you motherfucker. Do I think it has another one of those spells available? <laughs> <laughs> Are you telling me you want to drop an action on recall knowledge? Do I actually give? No, fuck it. If I die, <laughs> I'm I baiting die. you. No, we're just killing them. I call the town for help. <laughs> Shit, guys, this sucks. The circus inquires that you help us. Okay, um, yeah, I'll just swing again, I guess, in hopes that I can drop one of these. Is this guidance a choice, or does it automatically happen? 
guidance is a choice. Alright, I'm gonna do it on this one. Um, hero point. Oh, hey, that, a... that one guy has a uh, bleed on him still. Ah, so he would have. Hell yeah! Let's try a third strike here. As you miss this, the second one? Yeah. Miss, 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 miss. Alright. And Turtle is down. Deep. Then after Jebediah, Kestrel, your turn. Well, would I be able to, like, stand in the square that Turtle's in and attack, or is that going to be Hell like, yeah. It's just difficult terrain. If Turtle's difficult terrain if you want me to uh, put a mechanical I turn. stand on top of Turtle so I can get flanking with Jeb. I feel so cold. One action. I straddle Turtle. It's okay. I'm, I'm not going to disrespect Turtle. That's stepping all over Turtle's unconscious and bleeding out body. She's small. Second action, we're going to do that flurry and make some attacks. Get a 25 to hit. 25 hits. I deal it two damage. Right. Attack number two with the flurry. 19 to hit. Nice. 19 hits. Six damage. Oh, Kestrel does it. Kestrel comes up, straddles Turtle, and just pa pa right in the same spot. Please don't say you straddle my cat. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, gingerly steps around. Thank you. Is that okay? There you go. Uh, you do, in fact, kill the fiend. And then... For my third action, I get myself into flanking with the one that is still up, and Jeff. All right. So because the second one, or the one that is not dead, is the one that actually made or gave Savatri and Moonlight dying condition. Moonlight, it is your turn. What do you do? Roll to save versus the dying <coughs> condition, or hero point up? Well, I mean, hero point just puts me to zero and unconscious, so... And also, I'm, I'm not just, dying. I'm just going to make the save. Is a flat check? It is a flat nine plus your dying condition. Well, ten plus your ten dying, plus your dying condition. condition. It's nine. So, oh, eleven. That's a nineteen. Man, 19. one more and I could have gotten up. Yep, nineteen does it, and that means that Moonlight is at zero, unconscious, but no longer dying. Wounded uh, one. The the worm creature that's still alive suddenly starts writhing in what seems to be pain of some kind, and it takes five points of mental damage. Interesting. And it's like... Rah! As soon as Moonlight becomes stable. Well, that's my turn. All right. Savatri, your turn. Savatri rolls a five for flat check. Savatri's dying condition increases to dying too. The worm creature, this is the one that's actually prone if I remember correctly. It casts a spell. Another one. But the I spell demand to know the spell. Is there a reaction for that? Spencer's. Spencer wants to know. <laughs> Tell yeah, me how you, you're killing me now. You can't do that. Uh, no, you really can't. I can do whatever I want. That takes so my mom said. I'm going to need, for those of you that are still conscious, to give me a will save. <laughs> DZ-19. Well, I'm going to use my action point, I think. It's a hero it point. hurts me, though, right? Hero point, I think. No, not this. 26. 26. Kestrel saves with a 26. Jebediah fails with a 12. Kestrel, you are frightened one. This thing screams into the air, and it's terrifying. Jebediah, for the same reason, you are frightened, too. 
And that was right. the fear spell. Is that just negative t- negatives, right? Yeah, it's just negative two to basically everything. Mm-hmm. That was a two-action spell. It's going to use its third action to stand. Big mistake there, bucko. And that's its turn. We're going to go back up to the top of round four, Jebediah. Four more levels, dude. That would have been an attack of opportunity. Wham. He's lucky. 18 to hit. 18 does hit, yes. Minus two to damage as well? Uh, Uh... Actually, not sure. Uh, it's DC. Might not actually like be the to case. all DCs. Yeah. So I don't think that would include damage, actually. Uh, you take a status penalty equal to this value on all your checks and DCs. Checks and DCs. So yeah, it's not a. It's not yeah. a. Yeah. Not damage. Absolutely. Oh, oh nice. Woo. Fifteen damage. Max roll. Yes, fifteen damage is a big hit, and you take one of those giant prongs that it has around its mouth and lop it clean off. And I kill it? No. Oh. Fair enough. Okay. Um, yeah, we'll just swing it again. Yeah. 13 misses. And his third attack would be at a minus 5 overall. That's all I got, bucko. Alright. Jebediah swings once, takes a huge chunk out of this thing, and then misses on the next two attacks. He is... Frightened condition reduces now to frightened one. Kestrel, it's your turn. Oh, do I use my key strike now or do I save it? Because I am frightened. Yeah, we save it. We'll save it for when I can do when I'm not taking a negative one. So let's go ahead and just spend one action to uh, activate Flurry of Blows and make an attack. All right. Well, I roll a seven and get a 14. Looks like a 14 hits, though. Because uh, he is, uh, is flat footed. I would wait, be, so 13 did So my 13 would have hit. No, no. David, I got to come back on you. That 14 doesn't hit because while it's inhabiting a body, its AC is higher than when it's not. And the Fantasy Grounds programming has it's not inhabiting the body DC. Well, but I still hit it. So I still deal with damage. But, but what, what I'm saying is, is that. You don't. Oh, no, what I'm saying is you're wrong. I'm just. (laughs) (laughs) Fine. I know it's it's AC is actually 19 while it's inhabiting a body. So a 17 to hit it while it's flat-footed. Correct. All right. So my first attack misses. Attack number two. Uh, That's going to be a miss. And um, with my second action, I will just try and make a third attack at it. See if we can just roll real well. Roll a 20, roll a 20. I did not. And with my fourth action, I, or excuse me, with my third action, I will just cast uh, Shield. Kestrel's Frightened uh, you might want to remove. No, no, don't remind him. You got to remove the damage he did. Oh, it did go through God right away. damn it, Ted. Thanks, Ted. He reported for honesty. He's dead. <laughs> They've got like eight of them right now. I'm trying to hand them out more often. Is it working? Uh, we, we all know that you just hand them out and be drunk. Tyler, you're sure looking pretty today. I may or may not be on my second (laughs) two-finger glass of whiskey, so yes. Lightweight. After Kestrel's turn, Moonlight is not going to go because you're unconscious. Savatri, you are dying too, and you rolled what on your flat check? A five again. Five fails. Savatri's dying condition is now dying. You, you do have three action points, three D rolls. <laughs> got two. But the but shitty thing to recover is you have to use all of them. 
yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why I gave him one. No, nah, but you can use... Uh, he can wait until all the way down to four, because you can use it as a reaction to when you take a point. Right? Well, he right. could use one to re-roll, couldn't he? Technically. I'm going to go ahead and say now it is the Fiend's turn. Stood up last round. It's going to use its first action to bite Jebediah with its disgusting face thing. Gets a 29 to hit. Jesus. Is uh, that a critical crit. hit? Yeah. Sweet. Oh, fuck. It's convenient. Jebediah goes unconscious. It, Jebediah, you actually took... that was It didn't multiply the crit for me. Took 19 damage before the crit. But that just means you are now dying too. Wait, its bite does 2d8? On its own? It should have been 4d8 plus 6. So, here. Fuck these things. It dealt a total of 30 damage to Jebediah with that bite. Goodness gracious. Mm. Have any citizens come? We have to talk about massive damage rules. We do. I think it's Um, twice his max HP, though. Is it your max HP below? Like, he just went... Basically, he went from full health to zero, right? I mean, essentially... Or were you already damaged? We ain't gotta talk shit about shit. Next attack, please. (laughs) Well... Jeb's down. Swanee, look that up for me while I attack Kestrel with my next attack. This one's gonna be with an awkward, awkward fist attack. Gets a 15 to hit. Miss. And with its third action... It is double your maximum hit points. It doesn't seem like it's gonna happen very often. Yeah, yeah, so it is. We're fine then. No issues. With its third action, it is going to... It's going to Beg move. for mercy. From, no. from the monk. It's going to start moving towards the church. It spends 25, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25 feet of movement to start going towards the church. Some of that's yeah. got to be difficult terrain. Uh, let's go ahead and move him here then. All right. Now it is top of the order. Jebediah, you have the dying two condition. Do you save? Sure do. Oh, yeah. so that puts yeah. him at one, right? That's yeah, 20. Rolls a twenty. Yeah, puts you at one, and you lose the dying condition. Do I lose my turn? No. Wait. Yes. No. Oh, yeah, that's your turn. Yeah, for sure, that's your turn. Fucking stupid ass worm. Stupid fucking worm. Kestrel, you're up. All right, I move up to him and cast Key Strike. So that's two actions. Third action will be Flurry of Blows. So a twenty to hit. Twenty hits. And we'll say the second D6 is force damage if it makes any difference. It does not, because I rolled two ones. That's rough, dude. So that's three damage. Yep. And my second attack with Flurry is a 20 to hit. That hits. And I deal it nine damage. All right. How'd I go to heavy again? Because he took away the damage that I dealt last time. Oh, that's right. Mm Mm-hmm. And that is the end of my turn. That is all three of my actions. All right. I want the party dying around him. Kestrel valiantly chases after the fleeing fiend. Well, I don't want her to go kill the citizenry. Sabatri. You are dying three. Your recovery roll is a 13, and you rolled a nine. Hero point. All right. What'd you get? 15. 15. I think that just puts you to die in two now. Does it? I'm pretty sure it does. Yeah, I think you're right. I think so. 
He's just saving that last hero point to, to, to raise himself. Okay. Well, then after Savatri recovers his touch, holding on to life, just barely, it's the fiend's turn again, and it turns around, and it goes to bite Kestrel. A 20 oh, will miss. Oh, damn. Okay. Hot shit, buddy. That looks mm. good. Mm. He uses his second action to draw a long sword that it has as its belt. And it kind it of like, like a rapier. I think that's a rapier. A rapier? It's listed as a long sword, but whatever. It, it, it kind of like, it almost like drunkenly waves it around. Because it's a, you would almost think it has a hard time controlling that arm, but it takes a wild swing at you with that thing and gets a 15 to hit. That will also miss. All right. Then we're going to go to the top of round six. Jebediah, currently at one hit point and prone. Technically, go back to Kestrel because I would have been before the fiend. Good point. Thank you for keeping me honest. Well, that means he should have gone. You should have had I mean, we, I went. Bef I saved before you with the twenty, so not really. Oh, I suppose we just switched my turns around. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. Mm -hmm. All right. Then yeah, it is Kestrel's turn again. Then. All right. Well, can't cast Key Strike again, but that's okay. We will cast Flurry of Blows with my first action, and make an attack. Pop pop. I get a twenty-seven to hit. Twenty-seven is a critical hit. It's not a critical hit. It's not. It's just a regular hit. Sorry. Thank you. This thing is broken. I deal it four damage. All right. Second attack from Flurry is a 12 to hit, so that's going to miss. Yep. With my third action, I'll just try and make, excuse me, my second action, I'll try and make a third attack. It even confuses me, and it's my character. I roll a straight up 15. Not enough. And with my third action, I will cast Shield. Okay. Uh, I got to do this. Do we have to do dying conditions and stuff for Turtle too, right? Sure. Make a. a I mean, I'm about to I'm about to bring her back to life, so. Oh, so I guess it wouldn't really matter. Uh, well, it'll matter what wounded value she has, but we'll worry about that at a later time. Okay. Well, here's her two saves. First one, none. Failed, failed. Okay, and then you're gonna bring her up. Okay. <laughs> cool. We'll get to that in a second here. Moonlight. Uh, skipping past your turn since you're just unconscious but stable. Savatri, you're dying too right now. Well, the 19. You're good. You're now dying one. The vigor on this man. Lady woman. Means. Woman. Woman. Prostitute. Woman. <laughs> Why? Why do you always... <laughs> you're going to go there, man. I thought we were friends. That's hurtful. Jebediah, it is your turn. Alright, I'll use two actions. Heal on Turtle. Bringing the turtle back to life. Which is just 1d8 plus 8. 12. Alright. Turtle's back in the game. So apparently recovery checks, a critical success is just your dying value is reduced by 2. Hmm. Really? House rule. Yeah, I swear to god it was you like got back up, but I'm looking at recovery checks under a core rule book. Wasn't that the one where it was like all fucked up and then we had to like look at like errata and it's different in two different places in the book no that was the hero that was the hero point was when you were points. unconscious because in one spot it said that you were recovered you recovered to one hit point in other places it just said to zero and unconscious house rule i don't think you can house rule that that's a big rule that's a big one yeah you can do whatever you want it's D, &D. i know i know i'm gonna leave i'm gonna leave this one in specifically because <laughs> i didn't catch it 
but for future reference, critical. It was a boon from my god. Ah, yeah, that's right. Which, there you go. Your, who do you worship? Green. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. You're the green face. <laughs> um, I don't know how. Oh, it did it. <laughs> Something did it. But I'll, 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 like I said, I'll let it pass this time. But for future reference, yeah, it just reduces the dying value by two. When Turtle regains consciousness, the worm looks back at Turtle and goes, and it takes six points of mental damage. The cat does? And dies. No, 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 no. It, it takes six I know. points of damage. I confused it or what? And it dies. No. <laughs> This has happened twice, but yeah, you guys it, this haven't is the caught second on. time. This is, no, I caught it. I fucking uh. caught it. I don't know what it means, but I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking demon worm. I'm gonna kill it. Okay, all right. <laughs> uh, Jeff, you got any moves left there? Yeah, I gave it to the cat, and it's gonna get in flanking and attack. Shit, get it, kitty. <laughs> no, well, jeez. Turtle, turtle uses her hero point. Yeah, use turtle's hero point. Yeah, use turtle's hero We've point. We've given her some. Yeah. yeah, do it. That is very much canon. Now it is. Or I, I'm pretty sure I said that last time. <laughs> Are you kidding? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Two ones in a roll. Well, she flails about me? recklessly. I'm assuming that's your turn, Jebediah. Yeah. Which means we're back over to the worm fiend is going to attack. Kestrel with a bite and gets a 23 to hit. That one hits. That one hits and is going to deal you 11 points of damage. Ouch. As it digs into your shoulder with its gross teeth. And then it swings at you with that awkward sword. Ah, 21 right on. Gets a 21 to hit. That's right on. Yep. Alright. Slashing damage incoming. 7 points of damage. No good. Good. And for its third action, it's going to 10, 15, 20. Get itself out of flanking and try and run away again? It's going to get out of flanking, and it's going to start moving towards the church once more. And it's making that awful sound the whole time as it's running. Top of round seven, Kestrel, with how much HP remaining? Three, sir. Three, sir. I use one action to get back out in front of it. Second action, flurry. Hit it. Get over here! <laughs> That's a good feat name. First hit, 23 to hit. Yeah. Punch the worm. I deal it four damage. All right. Second attack is going to be a miss. And uh, third action, I run over to oh. these steps. I get out of its way. Heaven forbid, give Jeb flanking. I so you, no, it's gonna kill me, dude. It's I know. Me. It's gonna so kill me actually, too. I got one HP. I'm going in. You actually uh, run up to the base of the patio stairs. There's a patio in front of the church where it's kind of where the creature is running towards right now. Oh, I thought it was running towards the open door. I'm just no, trying no, no, no. Wait, I go the other way then. I go, I go down. I go, I go south. Because I assume my oh. character would... Because you're saying that I would recognize where the thing was running to, right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, I, then I don't go in its path. I move out of its path. Okay, gotcha. Gotcha. So you move south. So you don't go to block its path. Right, no, that's not what I was trying. I was specifically trying to do the opposite of that. Get the fuck out of the way. I'm about to die. I'm going to run away and cast Frostbolt. That's that's what I do. There you go. All right, all right. So then after Kestrel, skip Moonlight, Savatri. You're dying too now? 
One. Dying one. Okay. Let's make that recovery roll. 19 oh. does it. Savatri loses the dying condition, and as Savatri loses the dying condition, the worm starts writhing in pain again. And it takes two points of mental damage. Is it dead yet? No. Which is gonna bring us over to Jeb Adaya. <clears throat> Alright. He's a little spooked, but using his war axe to help him get along. <laughs> <laughs> one HP. <laughs> oh, this could get poorly. Alright. It doesn't. It doesn't. No, no, 17 doesn't technically hit. No. Oh, if Kestrel was flanking you, it would have. Weird. This is kind of our last attempt. We had like zero health. Do you have uh, any hero don't points? Don't suppose you have any hero points left. Sure don't. At all. Uh, we have a combined 4 HP Same. with two of us being unconscious. Can we. We decided we can't give people hero points, though, right? Yeah, I made that decision early on. Damn. It is the fiend's turn. The worm fiend turns to Jebediah and swings awkwardly at it with its sword. Don't be a bitch. You can bite me. All right, I'm going to bite you, fucker. No, that's not what I wanted. Ah, it misses. Stupid. Wait. A 16. Does the bite have a higher hit? No, it doesn't. It just does right. higher damage. Well, I mean, you didn't hit me, so... No, I didn't. I rolled a 16 and I missed. Then it's going to swing at you with its fist and get a 21 to hit. Cool. Jeb goes down. I'm not even going to roll damage. Thanks, Kestrel. Sorry. Jeb <laughs> hits the dirt and it uses its... Wait, was that its third action? No, that was its second action. It uses its third action to five... 15, 20, 25 run and is now at the base of the porch steps going into the church. Kestrel, it's your turn. All right. First action, I run 25 feet up behind it. Second action, flurry. Just fucking spring attack. Can I, can I just take a moment to point out what a fucking kamikaze maneuver you're doing right now? Spring attack. It's Guerrilla Warfare. It's fine. Yeah, I get a 15 with the first one, so that's going to be a miss. And this Second is... attack with the flurry. 22 will hit, though. 22 hits. Oh, I deal it yes. 7 damage. And Thank I kill it. God. You kill it. It's dead. You punch it in the worm face and it dies. And then we, with my third we, action, we I literally run fucking have three hit points. Total. <laughs> hey, oh my god. Turtle's got 12. Yeah, turtle, would, turtle would have taken over and done some attacks there, too, if it came down to it. But oh, jeez, man. That was. That could have gone really, really much worse. It um, did go much worse. It could have oh, gone it, even worse. I mean, it couldn't have gone Where do you much think worse. It, where do you think it was going? I don't know. The church? Get more? I mean, if there's more of those things anywhere nearby, this whole entire fucking book is bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming there's one or two more inside. I'm not going mean, to give it away. One of those fucking things with its harm at 3D fucking 8... Yeah, that's a rough hit, man. That's ridiculous. How much HP do those things have? To have uh, two of them next to each other? That'd be like 50 it, HP. 55. Yep. 55 HP. And this is while we're at this level? They're third level creature. Okay, so how do they have harm? I though? disagree. They literally can't. How do they have 3d8 harm is what I yeah. want. 
Well, no, that's that's the thing is that it's just that's just what it's written in, and that's but they I basically can't the, cast a spell. But I fi I I check no monster rules in this are just not the same as the character creation rules. First, for the second, I think this thing is written into the book. Yep, but it's called a vermlek, and. It says divine innate spells, DC 19, attack plus 11, which doesn't fucking matter. They're not attack spells. Fear and harm, third level. But yeah, I say uh, I, I gather up Moonlight and Savatri once they are conscious, and we're going to limp our way back to camp to heal up and rest before we do anything else. It's unconscious. I might, like, shout out to some citizen to... Send a mayor, send a send a runner to like Mayor Aber and say, "Hey, we're pretty beat up, but if you want to come meet us at camp, at the at the circus, we'll talk to you there." But that's where we're heading. Okay, I I really because what we've got, Jeb is unconscious. It's just conscious Kestrel. Kestrel, can you just give me from Kestrel's point of view, you going back to camp? Well. First thing we're going to do is wait for everybody to become conscious. I'll, I'll go around and medicine check everybody. And, uh, you know, Savatri and Moonlight, I can see, are stable. And then if Jeb isn't stable, I guess I try and stabilize him. Is Jeb stable? No. Uh, no, not at this moment. See if Jeb is stable. No, Jeb is dying too. I will make a medicine check to try and stabilize Jeb. Go ahead. I have to look up what I have to get on that. Uh, I think you're still just at a 15 to stabilize. Ted, I think you know this better than I do. I just use stabilize the spell. Oh, I suppose you would. Stabilize, oh no, administer first aid, yeah. Yes, 15 plus its dying value. So, so I need to get a 17. Jesus, alright, try and get a 17 for Jeb. I do not, I get a 9. Well, at least it wasn't a critical failure. Yeah, it is not a critical failure, but it doesn't look like a critical failure. How long Can you not take? just treat wounds on him? That takes 10 minutes. Yeah. Oh, that's true. This is trying to keep him from dying. Jeb. Battle medicine if you haven't been battle medicine, Jeb. Pretty sure. Well, I don't know if I did. I feel like I healed myself, but who knows? I feel like at this point we've try all survive been battle again. medicine. Yeah, go, uh, go. you're going to need to make a recovery check again. You got it. Jeb gets an 18, which brings you up to dying one. I believe you can attempt to administer first yeah, aid again. Yeah, I'll try and do first aid again. Is that a DC 16? Alright, I get a 25. 25 stabilizes. You critically so stabilize me. <laughs> Alright, so, now everybody's stable. I wait for everybody to wake up, which is going to be like 10 minutes or so. Mm -hmm. And then, once everybody's, you know, while I'm waiting for everybody to wake up, I'll put them in, like, the recovery position or whatever that, like, first responders do. I'm assuming Kestrel knows this, being a cleric and at, and having medicine checks. Uh, and, yeah, I'll yell at, like, a citizen who's passing by or something, really, say, there's been an issue here at the church. We need to head back to the circus to recover. We're rather injured. If you could let the mayor know that we are expecting a visit from him at the circus, we will inform him of everything that has happened. What kind of fucking circus are these guys in? Can uh, you do me... Before any of that, I'd like to search the body of the dead ones. Could you do me a favor real quick and give me a perception check? Oh no, you called over a monster. The whole village is fucking infested. <laughs> I get a 10? 20 of them are at your doorstep. <laughs> no, uh, there's actually nobody walking by. 
Oh, well, then just forget that whole uh, that whole little monologue I did. I, I wanted. I, I didn't want to interrupt you. That's why I gave you the perception check to see if maybe there's like a kid. Like right. hanging out. No, that's fine. Right. So, 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 forget telling any citizen who's passing by to go get the mayor. We're just gonna head back to the circus. So before we do that, I'm gonna search the bodies. Okay, Savatri. I want to see um, if I recognize who these people are, and I want to see what they have on them. I'm gonna say you guys haven't been like in Aberton long enough to recognize any of their citizens because it doesn't have me give that. I don't. There's no check that exists for this. What about these- Carl from the jewelry store? <laughs> I know Carl well. It just shows how little super, you guys are in town. Super well. Aberton doesn't have a jewelry store. Then who the fuck fucking was Carl? Lied to me. <laughs> who was Carl? No, you don't necessarily recognize them. But they do definitely have the look of somebody who would be from the area. But you can't put a name to the half-eaten faces. Okay. But as far as what's like on them... Loot. Yeah, they each have long swords, and that's actually it. They just each have long swords. No that's wallet, all. no ID. No wallet, no ID. Clothes on their backs, long sword, worms. Do we want to just chill here and take a look at these graves? I mean, we can heal up here, try to figure out why they're digging up these graves and stuff. Like, I don't want to go into the building, but you guys want to hang out here and just heal up and figure out there's anything in common between these like six graves i mean really the answer to that is no i don't i want to go back to the camp and finally freaking rest and prepare ourselves for any other encounters but i mean it's three and i get outvoted again (laughs) then fine fine. I mean, you still have you still have your heal, don't you, Ted? I still have my heal. It's three. I didn't use anything. I tripped two people and then went down. Then <laughs> I stayed down the entire time on purpose. Um, I mean, there's. I mean, you couldn't have gotten yourself up anyway. Well, yeah, let's, hey, let's do this. Let's each take one round to, to heal. Or ten minutes to heal, and depending on how well we roll, we'll decide if we leave or not. I don't understand why you guys are so averse to just going and resting. I mean, I was all for it before, but at this point, we're halfway through the church. I hope. I'm gonna try to medicine check on myself. Medicine check on myself. Treat wounds myself. Wounds. Oh my god! Oh, oh, guys, both suck. Fail. You critically fail. Um, I'm a hero point that. You do technically have one left. Go ahead. This is the second week in a row I've used a hero <laughs> point for <laughs> treat wounds. <laughs> to not knock yourself unconscious. <laughs> I'm the worst fucking cleric. (laughs) Uh, I got 11 HP. I don't get any. I'm I'm leaving. I I walk away, even if you guys don't follow me. Head him back. We stay in. What's the vote? Dumpy. I've made myself clear. I I, I think we have to head back at this point. Okay. I wish I could make you guys RP this, because I feel like this is the ultimate, like, tail top between your legs getting back to camp, right? I mean, Mo- right Moonlight's now. at one hit point right now. They they stand up and just like take like a branch and use it as a walking stick. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, this one fell off anyways. Yeah, this one fell off it. anyways. Might as well use it. So are you? The one thing I don't really get. So are you guys saying that we're going back to camp and we're going to go crash for the night and then come back tomorrow? No, or I'm going like, to go. We're going to. I'm going to have some drinks, have some food, and probably you know, and then at nighttime I'm going to go to bed. And then tomorrow we can continue all this shit that we have to do. So you are saying that we're gonna we're just gonna go right yeah. we're gonna go sleep for the rest of the night. Yeah. I mean I don't think we have any choice right now. 
We are so beat up. The sheriff is dead. We have nothing that is super pressing. Well, we don't know what else is inside this place. <laughs> the problem is, is what's inside it is what scares me. No, I'm, I'm fine with that. I thought you guys were saying before that we were going to go back to camp and then come back here the same day. And I was like, there's no, no. fucking point. Why, why would we just Yeah, no, there'd be no point heel? in that. Yeah, let me that that, that was my that was my point. Like I I didn't think two PM we were gonna go call it a day. Well let me just go ahead and go up the river on this one. It's like we've uh, been drinking since five AM <laughs> and it's fucking two and it's time to go to bed. We're fucking beat. I've fallen four times. <laughs> Uh, it was rough, yeah. That My was, cat's that was been rough. poisoned by wasps. <laughs> this town is a fucking hell on earth. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for joining us here on the MinMax Podcast. We want to encourage you to check out our website, minmax.com, where you can find links to all sorts of different things like our Discord, where you can come and chat with us and other fans of the MinMax podcast. You can also find our Patreon, where if you'd like to support us, we would really appreciate that. You can also find information about all of these characters that we're playing, like character sheets, backstories, and art. Join us again next week as we continue The Extinction Curse. And until then, may you have many great adventures of your own. It's your turn.